I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle here. Today, I want to give you some powerful mantras for when you're feeling stressed and burned out. Coming at you again with a short bonus mini-sode because apparently you guys loved the one that I did last week. I got a lot of feedback from you guys. We talked about why I think you should be a quitter, just like me. Um, So we're back at it today. I thought I maybe I'll make this a weekly thing. I don't know. What do you guys think? Okay, so let's start here. We talk a lot on the podcast about afferent nerves. If you guys are new here, maybe you haven't heard me talk about this, but if you've been around for a minute, you've probably heard me talk about it because it's so important that we understand how our nervous system functions and the ways in which messaging travels in our body, right? So 80% of the nerves in our body are afferent nerves. What does that mean? That means that 80% of the messaging in our body goes from our body up to our brain. So a 
bottom-up approach to the messaging happening. If our body is feeling safe and calm and connected, that will that messaging will be sent up to our brain and will act accordingly. If our body is freaking out and feeling threatened and unsafe, that's the messaging that's going to go up to our brain, right? So it's messaging that's originating in the body and then going up to the brain. 80% of our messaging goes that way, but it does leave the other 20%, right? 20% of the messaging goes the opposite way from our brain down to our body, a top down system. 20%, that's a big chunk, you guys. And the ways in which we think because of that, right? 20% of the messaging, the ways in which we think have a huge impact on the state of our nervous system and our mood and our energy and our anxiety and all the things. So what I thought I'd do today for this quick bonus is I just want to offer you guys a few different mantras, affirmations, whatever you want to call them for when you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out or just like tapped out beyond your capacity, burning out any, 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 any of those things. What I want you guys to do is write these down, write these mantras down, put them as a screensaver on your phone, or I don't know, put them on post-it notes, right? Put them on your mirror, your computer screen, on your planner, like wherever else you, you are, you are often spending time and looking and paying attention because the more that you look at them, you're going to start reinforcing these mantras and you're going to start creating new neural pathways and rewiring the ways in which you think. And they're going to start becoming more of your go-to default ways of being instead of the ways in which you're operating now and thinking now and the mindsets that you have now that are contributing to nervous system dysregulation, irritability, edginess, low energy, anxiety, all of the things. Okay, so I want to give them to you. I have three, yeah, three of them. All right, mantra number one for when you feel stressed and burned out. Will I enjoy or endure this? Asking yourself, will I enjoy or endure this? Guys, I put this little question, what, six words, all over the place. I put it on my planner and I use it all the time when I'm making decisions about whether I need to say no or yes to something that I'm being invited to or asked to do. Now, don't get me wrong. Other things in life that we're going to need to endure, yes, of course, right? I don't ask myself this question when I'm like, I don't know, cleaning dog puke at five in the morning or getting a pap smear. Like I'm talking about the things we choose to do that are elective. And I think so often as women, especially as high achieving, people pleasing, perfectionists, women, moms, all the things, we say yes to so many things that are optional. Like we do not have to do them, but we say yes because we feel a sense of obligation or guilt, or we're terrified of disappointing someone, right? Or being judged or heaven forbid someone thinks that we're a bad mom or a bad daughter or a bad friend or whatever. Like these are the kinds of things I'm talking about. So when I get presented with an invitation to attend something or participate in something, something optional, right? I do a gut check. Will I endure this or will I enjoy this? And then I act in integrity with that gut check, right? That's where self-trust is born. Then I respond in alignment with my gut check, in alignment with whether it will cause me joy or I feel like I'll have to endure it. I choose to say yes or no. So that's number one. Will I enjoy or endure this? Super powerful, really short question to ask yourself um, and put some boundaries around where you're spending your time and energy. All right, mantra number two. 
I do not have to earn the right to rest. Say that to yourself right now. I do not have to earn the right to rest. Guys, this was big for me. Big for me. Instead of seeing rest as a reward, like I was seeing rest as a reward. Think vacation, weekend. Like I started seeing it when I started doing this work. I started seeing rest. It's my word of the year. You guys have heard me talk about that. Rest is my word of the year. I started seeing rest as one of the most productive things I could do. I could do as a human being, like I may have to earn other things, right? I'll have to earn money and I'll have to earn respect and I'll have to earn credibility, but I do not have to earn rest, right? Human beings need rest. I'm a human. It does not have to be earned, right? Rest isn't a reward for getting my butt kicked or working so hard or getting so much done or finishing everything on my to-do list or running myself ragged, like carting my kids all over town. That mindset will lead you to burnout reframing your productivity. It's really what it comes back to reframing your productivity. What does it mean to be productive guys? When you can wrap your heads around the fact that rest is super productive, huge shift, huge shift and huge protection against burnout. So keep telling that yourself, keep telling yourself that, right? Keep telling yourself, I do not have to earn right to rest and lean into it. Because if I know you guys, this is going to be really uncomfortable for a lot of you, because it's going to be really new for a lot of you. And that's okay. Every time you lean into it, every time you don't have to earn the right to rest, but you choose to rest because you are a human being and it has nothing to do with being weak or strong or productive or unproductive or whatever other labels you want to put on it. Um, it's going to make a big difference for you. Okay. So that's number two. And then the last one I've got for you in this mini. So the last mantra that I think is super helpful is this. The only way I'm going to feel different is if I start showing up differently. The only way I'm going to feel different is if I start doing things differently, right? It comes back to this whole thing of like, nothing changes if nothing changes. If I keep doing, and if I keep thinking the things that I'm doing and the things that I'm thinking, I'm going to keep feeling how I'm feeling. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And guys, there are three steps to making change. And once I understood this, it really helped me to meet goals that I was struggling to meet before, change habits that I was struggling to change before, um, do just show up differently in my parenting, in my marriage, in my health, in my spiritual practices. And here are the three steps to making any change. So if you don't like how you're feeling, and you want to show up, feel differently and show up differently, you got to understand these three things. First is awareness. You got to have an awareness that you, something's off, right? And that you want to start doing things differently, or you want to be feeling differently or showing up differently. Awareness precedes choice. I will say that forever, right? We cannot intervene in a world that we cannot see. So this is always just fundamentally the first step. We have to have this realization that, wow, I feel like crap. Wow, I've been snapping at my husband and my kids. Wow, I don't have energy or even like interest in doing the things that used to really light me up. I can't even bring myself to play with my kids or like make dinner or whatever it is, right? We have this awareness, something's off and I don't like it and I want to start showing up differently. So that's number one. Now, the second step, is that we've got to gather the information for how we're going to change. And that's what you guys are doing right now and listening to this podcast, right? 
We listen to podcasts. We take courses. We read books. We, we're so good at gathering information. There's so much information out there. It's not a problem, right? And the other thing is that our brain actually releases, we actually get a dopamine hit when we gather new information. So it's reinforced in our system, right? In our physiology, in our brain chemistry. More information, dopamine hit, we continue to gather information. So we have awareness. A lot of you have awareness, right? You're here. Something prompted you to click play today. You're gathering information on how to regulate your nervous system, how to heal from burnout, how to restore your energy, how to unlock the stress cycle, right? How to manage anxiety, overwhelm, burnout, all of these things. You have the information, but that's where so many of us get stuck. And that's where I was getting stuck on so many different things. And it wasn't until I really understood step three, things took off, right? And here it is. Step number three, if you want to see any change, make any change, you've got to take action. You've got to take action. You have the awareness. Then you gather the information, but you've got to put it into practice. You've got to actually do the things that you're learning, change the things that you want to see changed, right? Implement the new habits, implement the new mindsets, implement the new routines, implement the new ways of being so that you can feel differently because you're doing differently. You can think differently because you're doing differently. You got to put it into action. So that's a big one. Um, and if you guys are ready to take action, if you're here, you're listening to this, you have the awareness, right? You're feeling stressed and burnt out. You're got, you've been gathering information everywhere, but you're like, you know what, Michelle, I'm missing that last step. I want to, if you guys haven't yet, go and listen to my free a brand new private podcast series. It's called Heal Your Burnout. But here's the thing. It's five short and actionable, actionable episodes. And at the end of each episode, there's a short homework that I give you guys. And it's just these super like simple little action steps that you can take today. Tiny little shifts, tiny little things to either add or remove from your daily routine to start showing up differently so you can feel differently. So check that out. There's a link in the show notes. And I know I teased it yesterday, but we are about to launch a brand new way to work with me. You guys are going to get personalized coaching from yours truly in a small group setting. It's going to be a fraction of the cost of my one-on-one -on -one packages. So if you have been waiting for a sign that it's time to do something about how you've been feeling, right? The irritability, the exhaustion, the brain fog, the muscle tension, the, I don't know, autoimmune condition, the anxiety, the burnout. This is going to be for you. And I am so pumped about it. We've been working so hard behind the scenes. I have been preparing it specifically for you. I've taken all my best, most powerful coaching practices, all the different modalities, nervous system balancing exercises from top to bottom, you guys, and put it together in this super, super powerful container. And I want you to be a part of it. So listen next week for how you guys can snag a spot to work with me in this small group setting. I cannot wait to see you there. All right. I love you guys so much. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, 
when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.